From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. After three failed attempts, the Ohio Redistricting Commission on Monday night decided to use two independent mapmakers to draw the state's new legislative maps. The commission approved a motion to let two people appointed by the commission begin the process of redrawing the state's maps for a fourth time. Michael McDonald is the Democrat's choice. He's a professor at the University of Florida who specializes in elections. Doug Johnson is the Republican's choice. He's the president of the National Demographics Corporation and has been a consultant on redistricting at a state and local level in the past. Democratic State Senator Vernon Sykes is a member of the commission. But I think it's important for us to work together to make the decisions. And it's important to give as much notice to the people who've got to disrupt their lives, right, with very short notice to fly from other states to come here to live for, for the next week. This morning, the commission also spoke with two people about serving as mediators for McDonald and Johnson, Governor Mike DeWine. You know, we've had three court decisions that we have to follow. We have a constitution that we have to follow. You know, I still believe that your, your skill sets and your talents can be very, you know, can be very helpful here. The group has until March 28th to redraw the maps for the Ohio Supreme Court. The status of Ohio's May primary currently remains up in the air. Yolanda Harris has more with Aaron Sellers of the Franklin County Board of Elections. The Democrats on the commission want the state Supreme Court to move the date altogether. They suggested having the primary on June 28th. The other option is to have two primaries. The Board of Elections sees potential problems with that plan, including additional costs and the burden on poll workers. We may have some issues with locations. And then overall, just confusion from voters. You know, hey, I thought we already had a primary. I'm Yolanda Harris. Four Marines died on Friday when their helicopter crashed in Norway during a NATO exercise, including one man from Ohio. The younger brother of Gunnery Sergeant James Speedy of Cambridge, Charles, who is also a Marine, says he and his brother were always close and will be remembered as someone who impacted countless lives. You know, we'd always compete. That was the biggest thing with our careers together was uh, we'd compete. And then uh, when I made the decision to get out, I talked to him for hours about it. And uh, he said, you know, you got to go your own way. And I did. Yeah, he, uh, he, was a, he was a great, great Marine, you know, great brother and he's my idol. Gunnery Sergeant James Speedy was 30 years old. Proceedings were tense in the Franklin County Courthouse yesterday as the murder trial against former Dr. William Husel, who was accused of administering fatal painkiller overdoses to his patients, entered its fifth week. More from Bennett Haverly. Troy Allison was one of the patients who died in this case. His widow, Christine Allison, still has a pending wrongful death lawsuit against the hospital. The defense team brought up that she could potentially stand to financially benefit from that lawsuit. Christine Allison took exception with some of these questions. Because you have a vested interest in this case, do you not? Um, he killed my husband. And, and I realize that's your belief. No, it's, my, it's not my belief. I was there. You were not. But actually, you weren't there. Because didn't you tell this jury that there was a curtain closed? I was still there. Oh, now you were inside the curtain? No, I'm just saying I'm still there. There's a curtain between us. Okay. I didn't see you in the hallway. Didn't see you there. Reporting from the courthouse, Bennett Haverly. 
As more sanctions against Russia are being discussed, the White House is warning that Moscow could be preparing for potential cyber attacks in retaliation. Tracy Townsend has more. U.S. intelligence now detects what it calls preparatory activity that could signal large-scale hacks or software viruses. Targets of most concern, big banks, pipelines, power grids, and water systems. There's a lot more attacks going on right now globally that even affect, uh, you know, kind of the consumer populace in the United States. Uh, we're seeing uh, 10x in the number of activities uh, domestically. Top officials delivered classified briefings last week to more than 100 companies, warning them to beef up cybersecurity defenses as quickly as possible. I'm Tracy Townsend. A near-physical altercation in Ohio's nasty Republican primary for U.S. Senate has led some military veterans to demand that one candidate apologize. The heated argument came during a debate Friday among five candidates seeking the GOP nomination to replace retiring Republican Senator Rob Portman. Ex-Ohio Treasurer Josh Mandel shouted an attack at investment banker Mike Gibbons. Gibbons told Mandel he, quote, didn't know squat because he'd never worked in the private sector. Mandel painted the remark as an affront on his military service. Gibbons, whose son is an active-duty naval pilot, said he honors Mandel's service but stands by his statement. Honda has unveiled a new $124 million state-of-the-art facility in Ohio. Andrew Kinsey has the details. The Halo facilities in East Liberty will improve testing capabilities for Honda and Acura vehicles with a wind tunnel. It generates speeds of more than 190 miles per hour. Lieutenant Governor John Husted said this investment will increase STEM talent and innovation. Our educational institutions and our business community are aligned in generating more and more STEM talent so that we can have the scientists, the engineers, the computer technicians, in this case, the aerospace engineers, working on cutting-edge innovation. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A man whom authorities say opened fire on police after he tried to rob a coffee shop was shot and wounded by officers following a vehicle pursuit. The attempted robbery occurred at around 8 a.m. Monday in North Olmsted in Cuyahoga County. Authorities say the man fled the shop and shot at officers before he jumped into a vehicle and sped away with police in pursuit. The man eventually stopped behind a residence and again shot at officers who returned fire and shot the man at least once. He was being treated at a hospital and further details on his condition were not disclosed. No officers were injured in the pursuit or the shootings. A grand jury has cleared three officers in Ohio's capital city in connection with the fatal police shooting of a teenage homicide suspect. Authorities say 17-year-old Joseph Jewell opened a hotel room door and immediately fired on officers after police knocked on the door in February 2020 and announced their presence. They said officers returned fire and hit Jewell, who later died at a hospital. No officers were injured. Jewel was suspected in the shooting death of another 17-year-old. Franklin County Prosecutor Gary Tyak announced Monday that a grand jury declined to indict the officers. Ohio State's head football coach Ryan Day is speaking up after one of his key players left the team. More from Tracy Townsend. Offensive lineman Harry Miller announced his retirement earlier this month. He cited mental health issues, including suicidal thoughts. Well, now his former coach is praising him for that decision. So this is a huge decision for Harry. It took a whole year to kind of get to this point for him. And, you know, you can tell how emotional he was about it because football has been a huge part of his life. So to step away was a big deal. And, and now he's kind of repurposing himself and and um, that's not easy to do. And Coach Day says Miller and the team are trying to find ways to keep him involved while honoring his decision. I'm Tracy Townsend. 
And the announced entertainment for the Ohio State Fair in Columbus keeps getting better. Yolanda Harris has the details. Three more performers have been announced. Rock band Foreigner, along with singers Drew Hill and Scott McCreary, join the star-studded lineup. Well, you can buy tickets starting Friday. Other acts include Toby Keith and Nelly. State Fair organizers will announce the remaining performers in two weeks. The fair runs from July 27th until August 4th. Yolanda Harris, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.